Welcome to the Faith Heights Church audio podcast. We pray that this message will bless you and feed your faith as you listen in today. So, first of all, I wanted to go to Scripture in the book of Luke, and if you don't have your Bible, you probably need your Bible, because I don't know if we're going to have any Scriptures on the screen or not. So, go ahead and get your Bible and look at these things yourself. If you don't have a Bible, um, you'll be okay. Just I encourage you eventually to get a Bible so you can read it every day. Um, In Luke chapter 12, here, Carla and I were talking yesterday about what what was really on our hearts about the times we're living in, because let's face it. There's some global problems going on right now. I mean, it's affected every corner of the earth. And uh, we always hear from God. Every time we seek the Lord about these things, we always hear these two words, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. Really, there's nothing to be afraid of if you have the greater one on the inside of you. And so I wanted to read you in Luke chapter 12, and then I'll tell you what the title of this message is today. Luke chapter 12, verse 39 and 40, part of verse 40. Jesus is teaching here, and he's actually talking about being ready. And so would you say that with me? Be ready. Be ready. ready. So look in verse 39. Jesus said, This know that if the good men of the house had known what hour the thief was going to come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken up and entered into by a thief. The next verse Jesus said, Be ye therefore also ready. So the Lord's talking about being ready for things that a lot of times people aren't ready for. Uh, Future happenings that aren't so good. Problems, uh, epidemics, coronavirus. The Lord's saying there's a way we can live ready and no matter what comes to this world we're living in, we can overcome it, we can get above it, and we can actually at times when it comes to our own life master this stuff and just get victory over these things and live in victory over these things. And so, let me say this to you. The name of the, the title of the message today is, Were You Ready? Question mark. All right, here, here's the big deal. Were we ready for this worldwide pandemic? Were we ready for the things that accompany this Pandemic. I mean, let's face it, there's some things happening because of this coronavirus that might even be worse than the coronavirus itself. The fear, the uh, shelves in the grocery store getting, you know, emptied by people that are just feeling like, I got to have more, I got to have more, I got to have more. What if this thing lasts longer? I got to have more. Well, for the church and for the body of Christ, the church Christians, we shouldn't be like that. We're unselfish. We'd rather somebody else get the roll of toilet paper than ourselves. God will take care of us. Um, now, I'm not saying don't, don't do wise stuff and go out and get things you need to get if you're going to be trapped up for a while, but we're the church, and the church can be ready for these things that are coming upon the world in these last days. And so I, I personally, I was not as ready as I wanted to be before this thing hit. All right, so I started doing some soul searching. I started asking myself, what do I wish I would have been more ready in? What do I wish I would have been stronger in before this coronavirus hit the globe? What what do I wish I would have been a little higher level in so I could have been more prepared and maybe more 
on even more on the helping end than I could be because of where I was presently at. And so my question again is, were we ready? Were we ready for this church or could we have been more ready for this? Because the reason I'm asking this question is because there's other things that are going to happen in this world before Jesus comes. All right. Now, the church is going to be taken out of here before the worst hits. I mean, Revelation talks about some pretty amazing tribulation coming on the earth. The church will already be gone in what we call the rapture, the catching away of the saints. But even before the rapture, there may still be some sorrowful things happening on the earth. There may be some more... And I hate to say it, and I'm not prophesying, and I'm not a doomsday preacher by any means, but the Bible talks about in the last days, perilous times shall come. But I have a really, really good message for you today, guys. Listen, we, we may not be able to stop all the perilous times, but we can learn to be so strong that we actually live above it when it does hit the globe. We've got enough faith to overcome it. We've got strong. We've been praying. We've been built up. There is a way we do not have to be afraid of what's happening on the earth in these last days because in Christ Jesus, we can be above it, protected from it, and totally on the helping end. And I'm going to share a few of those things with you before we're done today. So question, were you ready? Jesus said we need to be ready because you don't know what hour certain bad things may happen on the earth. So if we weren't ready, here's the good news. We'll not get caught off guard again. Let's use the pressure of this crisis to rocket us to higher places in God to where if something like this or when something like this happens again, we will be ready. Say this, I'm going to be ready. Now in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1, I'm just going to quote it to you. The Bible encourages young people and of course all people He says, remember your creator in the days of your youth when the evil days come not so that when it does get dark and when things do start to happen, you're already built up. You're already strong. You're already ready. Um, I want to make this clear. Our goal right now is not to see to it that no storms happen. Storms are going to happen. Our goal is is to grow in faith and to be so strong that when a storm does come, we're going to master it. It's not going to master us. And there's things, I know that may sound a little wild to you right now, but Jesus calmed the storm with his words, and he basically told his disciples, you guys probably should have done a little bit more about this storm. You're made in the image and likeness of God. Come on, your Father created the universe. If a terrible storm comes your way, you have power in you to do something about it. And so again, the, the goal is not to get rid of all storms. The goal is to get to a point like Jesus taught us to where we can actually be strong during the storm, live above the storm, not let the storm get in us. You may be in a storm, but that doesn't mean the storm has to get in you. Because when a storm gets in you, it messes with your God-given abilities to calm the storm. So we got to watch out about it. We're going to be in some stuff, but that stuff doesn't have to get in us. All right, so let me say this with you. Um, My question to me, and I'm sure this could apply to a lot of people when it comes to were we ready for this uh, virus thing, were you as strong financially as you wanted to be before the crisis? Were we as strong financially as we needed to be before the crisis? Because if we weren't, 
we can be next time. And I'm going to tell you how. Jesus wants to help us in all these areas, guys. This is not something just for a select few preachers here and there, people that are holier than thou. This is for every believer. If you just believe it and tap into it, we can be ready for any storm and any bad thing that's going to happen on this planet. And we can actually live above it. We can actually not let it destroy us, not let it into us and bring us down. We can be bold and strong through the whole thing because we are children of the living God. And God has given us power to live above these things, be protected from these things, and I'll share it with you at the end exactly how that happens. So I ask myself the question, do I wish I would have had a stronger financial base before this thing happened? Maybe you're asking the same question. Some people are, you know, we've heard some people getting laid off, some people getting cuts in salaries, some people, you know, losing some things financially, stock market going down. And I asked myself, I said, you know what? What if we had a whole year's reserve financially in the bank and something like this three, four week uh, epidemic hits the planet? Well, if you've got a whole year's reserve, if you've got a big chunk of money reserved in a reserve account and something happens and interrupts our life for three to four or five weeks, you know what? We have a whole year's reserve. And so I got to thinking, how can, I be, how can we be more ready for the next thing that happens and I, can't, I come to the realization, Jesus said the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. Our faith can come up to certain levels to where we can be more ready financially, we can be more ready in the health area if something like this happens again because Jesus has given us all the resources we need to get strong for anything that comes upon this earth. So the question is this, were we ready? Were we ready financially? If we weren't, we can be next time. Let the pressure of this problem rocket you to higher places so when the next problem comes, we'll be ready. We'll be more ready. We'll be able to say, hey, listen, uh, listen, if you got laid off, come work for us. We've got a reserve. We can help you for a month or two here. So I just want to encourage you, don't, don't let this thing bring you down. Let it rocket you higher. Sometimes human beings don't get on the ball until it gets tough. And then their God-given potential starts to come out. I don't know why it is. Disgust is a negative emotion, but it can produce positive results. I mean, think about it. Something happens in our life like this pandemic or whatever, and we go, enough is enough. And all of a sudden, the power of God inside of us starts coming up like never before. What a wonderful day that day. When you say, you know, I've had it. I'm not taking any more of this. It's a negative emotion, but it can produce a positive result. We've all heard the term, no pain, no gain. Well, sometimes we just need to turn this manure into fertilizer or fuel to further us later in the future so that we don't, you know, tough stuff's going to happen. How we respond will determine if, if we go down or go up, if we give up or grow up. You know, is it going to be a test that destroys or is the test going to turn into a testimony? Is it just going to be a mess or is it going to turn into a million dollar message and a book that you write, how you got through it, how you decided to grow, how you decided to flourish, use the pain, use the pressure to launch you into that higher place that you know on the inside you had potential to go to. And so let's go ahead and answer a couple more questions here. So were we as strong in faith for healing and health as we wished we were before this thing hit? Were we as strong financially? How about this? Were we as strong 
in faith for protection? Because if we weren't, okay, maybe we got caught off guard. Maybe we kind of drew back. Maybe we were kind of, you know, thinking, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. You know, before something like this happens again, we can be so built up in scriptures concerning protection and divine health that if something else does hit, we just are already in the faith. You know, it won't come near me. It won't come near my dwelling. The blood of Jesus covers my life. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's as real to me as my name is to me. Don't try to tell me I'm not protected. Don't try to tell me I'm not John Capetto, right? This, it's real to me. This is real to me. So it's, it's time. If we, weren't, if we weren't where we wished we were, we got time. Because we're, we're still here. We're still breathing. We can be strong in faith for the healing and the health that we know Jesus has provided. So the question is now, are we going to be ready for the next storm? We might not have been totally ready for this storm. Um, thank God the Lord by His grace is getting us through it. We're going to come through this. But maybe we wish we would have been more ready in some of these areas. Well, we can be ready for the next storm. And here's, I'm going to tell you why right now. So, um, we have some people so freaked out about how to get rid of the virus when if we just get rid of unbelief, the virus would not be able to harm us. All right, so guess what I'm going to talk about? What's the real problem? What's the real problem? Storms? Storms are always going to come. Didn't seem to be a problem in Jesus' life. Didn't seem to be a problem his disciples after they learned some things. Storms weren't the problem because they had the power to overcome them all. They had the power to rise above them. So really, it's actually unrealistic to say, our goal is to see through it that no more storms happen, that no more plagues happen. That's a little unrealistic, especially since the Bible said in the last days, perilous times shall come. So perilous times are going to happen, and really that's not the big problem. Because the Bible says the victory that overcomes the world and all this stuff that happens in the world is our faith. Faith is so powerful, friend. Yes, it gets you to heaven, but it also gets you above storms. It also gets you healed of disease. It also keeps you protected. It also helps you in financial areas. Faith is so powerful. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. But that faith it hinges on us choosing to believe things. It's not automatic. And so I want to encourage you today. Read the Bible. Choose to believe the promises that it talks about. Don't let storms get you down. Learn to master the storm. So I want to read you something now. Um, in Mark chapter 9, in verse 23. And I want, I want you to think about these words as I read this scripture. In Mark 9, 23, Jesus said, in the context of healing a boy that had some kind of epileptic fits, uh, just before Jesus healed him, he told the father of the boy, now listen, if you can believe, Father, all things are possible to him that believes. Jesus told the man, because the man said, Jesus, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Look at my boy. He's rolling around in the fire and in the water and something gets a hold of him. And Jesus said, listen, it's not what I can do. He said, sir, if you can believe as the father of this boy, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Now listen to this statement right here. According to Jesus, healing from any disease is possible to him that believes protection from things that are going on around us in these last days. Protection is possible to him that believes. Healing of AIDS is possible to him that believes. Or Jesus lied. He didn't lie. He did not lie. 
See, people thought faith was just this passive belief. Well, I believe in God and I believe... No, faith is something we're supposed to use every day as a weapon in this crazy, dark, fallen world. Faith is a powerful heavenly commodity that a lot of people aren't using. They have it, but they've not learned how to use it, release it, build it, develop strong in it. And so here, let me say this again. Jesus said in Mark 9, 23, all things are possible to them that believe. Not them that are perfect, them that believe. And friend, I want to tell you right now, you can believe. We probably just need to get in the word and find out what faith is. Find out you know, how to release it. Find out how can I grow and develop in faith because everybody can. Jesus told us to have faith in God. He expects us to grow strong in faith. You grow strong in faith by using your faith. You got to use what you have. And so, so let me say it again. According to Jesus, protection from any disease, healing from any disease is possible to them that believe. So let me make this statement right now. What's the problem? What do we need to be overcoming if we want to live in victory? Somebody says, well, I have cancer, Pastor. I need to overcome cancer. No, according to Jesus, you need to overcome whatever's keeping you from believing you were healed of cancer or that Jesus is your healer. See, a lot of people are trying to overcome the physical problem when the spiritual problem of maybe little faith or lack of faith is not where it could and should be. Because Jesus said, if our faith is where it should be, we can overcome anything. And now, I know a lot of people don't like this, but I, one day I, I realized, you know what, Jesus? If I have little faith, I want to know it. Because little faith is not an insolvable problem. It's not an unfixable problem. Anybody can grow strong in faith. Jesus many times told people that little faith, lack of faith, and no faith at times was a problem. Now, let me say it this way. Jesus is God. God is love. Love said, O ye of little faith. Love said, where is your faith? Love says, why is it you have no faith? Will love ever tell us that maybe we need to work on our faith? Yes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if he told people 2,000 years ago that little faith, lack of faith, and no faith was a problem then it's probably some problem. And it's okay, guys. It's, it's not a cut to your ego. It's, it's, it's not a... Listen, if it's a problem, it's not an unfixable problem. Our faith can grow. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if our faith's not where it needs to be, then we need to realize it can be where it needs to be by hearing this book right here. Now, do you know why the devil and demons don't want people going to church? They don't want them getting their faith built by hearing the word of God. Now, you know why you always have no time to read the Bible? Because there's invisible forces that know. If you ever get into this book, your faith is going to rise up. And if your faith rises up, all things are going to be possible to you because you are a believer, an active believer against problems that are coming against you in this life. And so I want to read this to you the way I got it here. Um, was the storm... Okay, let me put it this way. Sickness or lack of understanding of faith, what's the problem? Because if all things are possible to him that believes, then sickness is no longer the problem. It would be overcoming anything that's keeping us from believing. And one of the greatest problems people have when it comes to their, I just don't know if I can believe it. I hope this happens. I wish this would happen. Well, that's not faith. 
One of the greatest things, the greatest thing that God has given us other than love is faith. And it's our job to develop it. God gave us the faith, but it's our job to develop it. Just like a baby's born with all the muscles, it's that baby's job to develop as they grow. God gave them the muscles, but they got to now develop those muscles. God gave us the faith. Now we have to develop the faith. So I'm just going to read you a couple things here, and I might repeat a couple things I've already said, but I want you to get the full context of what we're talking about here. Number one, were you ready for what happened? Number two, what's the problem or how can we be ready? So let me just read a couple of these things to you. We can't stop all storms, so we need to find out how to master the storms. All right, so I want to read you now a passage of Scripture in Matthew 8. Jesus was in a storm. The disciples were in a storm. And I want you to notice some things here about how they got out of the storm. All right, so Matthew chapter 8 and verse 23. It says, And when he, Jesus, was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with waves, but Jesus was asleep. So water's filling up the boat, the storm is raging, and Jesus is asleep. Perfect picture of how we could be in the midst of the storm. See that Jesus was in the storm, but the storm didn't get in him. The storm got in the disciples, and that's why they did this. It says, it says in verse 25, And the disciples came to Jesus and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And Jesus said unto them, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Now notice, the disciples thought the problem was the storm. Jesus, don't you care? This storm's about to kill us. And Jesus said, oh, you of little faith. In other words, guys, the storm is not the problem. Your little itty-bitty faith is the problem. Why are you so fearful? Come on, you think I'm going to launch out in a boat and we're all going to die in a lake? I actually think Jesus was saying, guys, you've been with me a while. I've been training you how to operate as sons of God. Why didn't you do something about this storm? Why didn't you rebuke it? Isn't it interesting that the Lord Jesus rebuked the winds and the waves of the sea and there was a great calm? If these storms that destroy are really acts of God, then Jesus rebuked his father. And he didn't rebuke his father because these destructive storms are not acts of God. Jesus would not have rebuked the storm if it was an act of God. People don't realize that everything that happens in this earth is not the will of God. There's some demonic stuff happening. There's some stupid things happening because people are making dumb choices. Everything that bad happens is not somehow the will of God. A lot of stuff that's happened in this earth is flat out not the will of God. And God gave us faith and prayer to change some of these things when they come against us. And we can live above it and live in protection from these storms. So now, listen again. The disciples were all freaked out about the storm. But Jesus said, it's really not the storm that you need to be freaked out. Guys, there's going to be other storms. You're going to cry at every one of them? 
You're going to say, oh, what was me and every one of them? Are you going to do something about the storm? Because you're not a tree. You're a person made in the image and likeness of God. You're the offspring of God. We can develop in faith and use our faith and speak to some things like Jesus did as our example and see some supernatural changes in our life. I know this may be a little high for some people, but it's the truth. It's in the Bible. And so Jesus had the storm situation going on around him, but he didn't let it to him. So let me say this. We can't stop all storms. So we need to find out how to live above them or master them like Jesus taught us to. Was the storm the problem or was their lack of faith the problem? Um, let's go back to the, to the sickness thing. Is cancer the problem or is lack of believing the problem? Because Jesus said all things are possible to him that believes. It's kind of like this. Let's say there's a remedy for the problem. And the remedy's on your nightstand, all right? But you keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Well, is the sickness the problem, or is it you not taking the remedy that was on the nightstand the problem? See, if you take the remedy, the sickness won't be a problem. Faith is the remedy. And that's why faith hides churches here. There's so many things that, um, you know, faith can fix. There's nothing faith can't fix. Jesus said all things are possible to him that believes. So let me, let me read this to you. According to Mark 9, 23, all things are possible to him that believes. Since healing from cancer is possible to him that believes, then what, sh what should we be overcoming? Cancer or unbelief? Since healing from disease is possible to him that believes, what should we be overcoming? The sickness or the unbelief? Sickness is going to try to come. But if we grow in faith, if we develop in faith, and Jesus told many people, guys, you got a little bit of growing in faith to do. Hey, where's your faith? He's not rebuking them for something that can't be fixed. Anybody can grow up in faith. And so we just encourage you, read the Bible. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Listen to sermons, go to church, tap in the live stream, because the next crisis, we're either going to be ready or we're not going to be ready. And so it's what we do when the skies are blue that determines if we're going to make it through the next storm that comes our way. So when this thing clears up and it's clearing up, we already see the end of it. China's already getting better. Other places starting to get better. It's clearing up. It's getting better. And so when this is gone, is that it? Oh, we got our goal. The virus is gone. Friend, newsflash. Other bad stuff's going to try to happen. So why don't we work on the thing that puts us above it all instead of trying to stop some of these things that are just flat out going to happen? This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And so I want to encourage you, take the words of Jesus seriously. Hear the word of God. Use the faith you have against small stuff. Then if something big comes your way, you're already in the habit of believing God. Quoting scriptures when you feel pain. Believing God for increase when it looks like you're going down. Faith will eventually turn to sight, no matter what's going on around you. So in closing, let me just say this. This can be the day your and my life can turn around. We can turn this mess into a message with the Lord's help. We can turn this test into a testimony with the Lord's help. Um, we can use this manure. It, it could just be stinky stuff that lies around, you know, past mistakes, uh, viruses, sickness, disease, whatever the problem might be. We can just let it stink all around us or we can turn it into fuel. 
we can turn it into fertilizer and actually make this the time or the quote unquote day our lives turn around. And so uh, one of the greatest things that help people's lives turn around is this little emotion called disgust. I've had it. I'll not live like this any longer. I'll not get caught off guard again next time something like this happens. I will study. I will change. I will pray. I will build my faith. I will exercise my faith on a daily basis. What a powerful thing to say I've had it. What a powerful day that is. I've had it. That can turn your life around right there. Well, you know what, church? I've had it. I'm not letting stuff like this catch me at all off guard anymore. And I'm not saying we've done well. We've gotten through this. I just wish I would have been a little higher in some areas. And so I've decided I'm going to build my faith. I'm going to increase my faith. I'm going to believe God for, for reserves and for help and strength to where when the next time a crisis happens, I'm going to have more than enough strength, faith, finances, and power. So just use the negative, turn it into a positive, and let the Lord bring you up to higher places, and everything's going to be all right. So had the devil known, he would not have stirred up this stupid virus because all it's doing for the church is we're getting stronger. We're getting more serious about the Lord. We're going higher in faith. We're going higher in love. And I declare we will be ready. Not if, but when the next thing tries to happen in our world that brings us down. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information about this ministry, visit faithheights.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. To sow into this ministry, visit faithheights.org and click on the Donate tab.